Hi, I'm Neve Ennis, transformation coach and host of your Tough Love Energy podcast. I work with women just like you who want greater clarity on where they are going in life. Together, we restore your confidence, we rebuild better boundaries, and we reconnect you with who you are deep inside. Using mindset, spirituality, and pure practical advice, I guide you and I equip you with all that you're going to need to bring about change in your life. We get you to that place to believe, to see not only that change is possible, but that it is entirely possible for you. What you're changing doesn't matter. What matters most is that you give yourself permission to do just that. So without further ado, let's jump right into this week's episode of Tough Love Energy. So in today's episode of Tough Love Energy, I'm going to talk to you about signs. What does it mean when you keep seeing signs all around you? Does it mean anything if you don't? And why I believe in the power and the significance of signs and what they mean to me. So what does it mean when you keep seeing signs? Has a butterfly or a white feather ever landed down in front of you and you wondered who is it that might be trying to make contact with me? Now, not that long ago, I actually became worried that maybe I was becoming a little bit obsessed with seeing signs in everything. And so I remember Googling the question, you know, what does it mean when you keep seeing signs? And what came up was this. These tricks of the mind, usually referred to as confirmation bias, can make anything seem deliberate. We unconsciously seek information out and then ascribe meaning to it. The real truth about seeing signs is that people often look for them or think they are seeing them when they are uncertain. So that's a good definition. However, I'm not all that sure that I agreed with the definition in its entirety. But I'm sure about one thing that it was spot on about that when it comes to signs there is that confirmation bias we can because we look at we interpret signs to mean whatever it is that we want them to mean it also made me realize that my searching for signs my looking constant looking for signs and the meaning i ascribe to them has in fact given me a huge amount of comfort down throughout the years Now, as someone who's experienced a number of close bereavements, especially in the early days when I was really deep in grief, I would ask and wait for signs that the person I was grieving over wasn't totally gone. Um, I did this, I think, and I believe now more so because I was I had experienced multiple griefs. So very often I was very confused as to who it was I should be grieving and who it was I was grieving at any specific time. And so I'd ask for signs to tell me, you know, is this dad I'm grieving over or is this Tony or, you know, who is this that 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 I'm grieving over? Admittedly, and I think it is important for me to say this, that like I've already and have long held a strong belief that when we die, that our spirit continues to live on. And so I really was, I'm guessing, the perfect candidate to bargain with the universe to send me signs to let me know that they were close by. 
Now, I'm not going to try and tell you that I received signs from them all because I didn't. And it wouldn't be truthful for me to pretend that I did. But I did receive some very strong signs that justified my intense curiosity and definitely provided me with some reassurance. Now, I know that naysayers and sceptics will all say that these were just coincidences and accidents and that maybe my desire to see them was just so strong that I created what it was that I wanted. And you know what? They could well be right. But some of the signs that I've received over the years have been about far more than, you know, flashing lights or lights switching on and off or photographs falling off the walls or, you know, any of these um, traditional signs that we see in the movies about somebody from the other side trying to communicate with you. But when it comes down to it, only you know whether you're open to the belief that the universe is sending you signs all the time. And if you are, then only you know the meaning that it carries. Now, different things provide comfort to different people and you just have to find out what works best for you. I know some people who like to fully engage with mediums when they want to speak to their loved ones on the other side. I personally have never felt brave enough to do this. And, and you know, I admit it's probably born out of fear, uh, maybe the fear of what they might say to me, but it's just not something that particularly resonates with me. Seeing signs and being superstitious for many people can be interlinked. But interestingly, or maybe not so much interestingly, I'm not even that superstitious. Like I've no issue with Friday the 13th. I don't mind walking under ladders or I don't, you know, I never think about opening an umbrella indoors or or what's that other one about putting your shoes on the kitchen table. Although I will confess that there was a time when I would go chasing through gardens in search of the elusive second magpie. Until actually, not that long ago, I discovered that, in fact, magpies mate for life. So if you see one on their own, it means or it can mean that most likely they're more sad or more worried than you are. So now whenever I see a magpie on its own and just go, oh, poor magpie, hope they find their mate. Outside of superstition, though, what kind of signs should you be watching for and what could it mean if you see them? These are just a few that resonate with me and you may well have your own. So the first of these would be based around repeated numbers or patterns of numbers. From numerology to angel numbers, the interest in 1111 comes from the belief that different numbers carry specific energetic vibrations. So, for example, in the case of 1111 or variations thereof, it could be just 11 or 111 or the number one. It's always about new beginnings, new cycles or new phases in your life. Whether you keep catching the clock at 1111 or you see the number 11 or 111 on car registrations or in phone phone numbers, why not take it as a good sign? And the same can be said for 222 or 333. They've all worked magic for me. So if that's something that you can kind of go, oh, yeah, actually, now that I now that I hear it, I do remember seeing numbers coming up. I'm wondering what they meant. So, you know, maybe look into that a little bit more, maybe Google it because there's lots of information in terms of numerology and angel numbers. 
I pay huge attention in particular to dates. So at the start of this month, we had a date that for me felt like it was going to be really big, really important and really significant. And that was 0202 of 2022. So that date, the 2nd of February, really felt like a date that I very strongly connected with. And it, you know, I was very intent that that day was going to really mean something for me. And it turns out that I was absolutely spot on. I got news on that particular date that I had been waiting for for the longest time. And when I say the longest time, I'm not just talking about months. I'm talking about years and even decades. Something that I've wanted and believed I could have and worked really hard at making happen finally came to me on 2022. Now, I don't want to be the the type of podcaster that talks about or, you know, the pain that will talk about something really significant has happened, but I can't share it with you. Um, But unfortunately, just for now, I can't. Uh, But I will say that the regular listeners or regular followers will have an idea about what I might be talking about. And for the rest of you, all will be revealed very soon. But just trust me on the fact that that date was a date that I've known for like for so long. Like I just knew from the very first time I heard about 0202 and the fact that it was going to fall on the 2nd of February this year, I knew something big was going to happen. I just had that feeling. And I don't get those kind of feelings all that often. Maybe even as further evidence. And if if somebody doesn't believe me and they want to get in touch with me, I can show them a photograph of a journal on the 8th of the 8th. So August the 8th, 2020, which uh, for some amongst you will already recognize that that date is called Lionsgate. And it's also like an energy portal. And so on that date, I was writing out and setting my intentions for the next few months. And I wrote down that specific intention of that thing that came true for me on the 2nd of February. I wrote it down on that day and beside it, I put this will happen on 2022. So that might sound very far fetched and I recognize that not everyone listening to this will believe it, but I swear to you on the graves of all of the people that I loved, and there are many, um, that that's my truth. So that date I always knew was going to be really special. And again, because it's known to be um, a portal or a date that marks the opening of an energy portal. Um, and the, obviously the next significant date in that is also going to be the date that this podcast gets released which is the 22nd of the 2nd, 2022. So that's where the numbers two seem to be, you know, really coming into play. And it always feels when I'm thinking about numbers like that, that I'm connecting and that I'm willing to listen to my intuition Um, and probably more intently on dates of significance. So, yes, it can be seen as validation, but isn't that a good thing? Isn't it a good thing to have some source of validation that will tell you that you're on the right track, thinking how you're thinking and doing what it is you're doing? Because if anything, that just nudges you to trust yourself so much more. 
So maybe just park your cynicism and maybe just park your scepticism and maybe just for a while open your mind up to the possibility that there could be something in this. Okay, so when I was doing my research for for the podcast and for a a recent piece that I wrote an image on this subject, um, you know, I I, I put a feeler out on my social media as to what kind of signs that people felt very strongly about. And, you know, probably unsurprisingly, but the number one sign that everyone came back to me on was to do with robins. So these cute little red breasted birds were mentioned more than anywhere else. And like I heard and received the usual quotes of I always feel my granny's near when they appear at the kitchen window or my dad loved robins. So I always feel it's him letting us know that he's okay." And like there were lots of other comforting suggestions like that. And some people, you know, just really love the idea of seeing a robin because it just reaffirms to them that their loved one is okay and that they're near. And yet some people believe that if the robin were to start tapping at their window, it could mean something very different or it could be interpreted as a sign of, of, you know, imminent death. So, you know, every sign that we have, of course, there's a reverse. And of course, there'll be somebody that believes it represents the opposite. But to me, that's the thing about signs. It's what do they mean to you? And I believe that our little red breasted friends serve as a spiritual bridge that connects the heavenly and the terrestrial realms. So it's, you know, as above, so below. In literature, robins are often uh, described as or or referenced as angels messengers, which I kind of like as well. And that they are they come or that they visit us to reassure us that we're not alone and that someone somewhere is looking out for us. So for that reason, also for me, robins can be a sign of hope. Another sign that I get a lot or that that appears in front of me a lot are orbs, little um, balls of usually green light in a photo, if 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 you've noticed them. So ha- look, at ha- have you taken a photograph on, on your phone? But on closer inspection, you find that it's covered with little shapes that definitely weren't, weren't present when you took the photo. And it's raises the question, is it a sign from a loved one on the other side or is it just a technical glitch? And I know that the photographers amongst you are probably shouting, it's called backscatter, Neve. The technical term that describes how the light can capture particles in the air that are almost invisible to the naked eye, but unsurprisingly, unsurprisingly, in utter defiance, I believe that it's somebody from the other side just letting me know that they're around and that they're minding me. So look at your photos on your phone and see, can you spot little small green um, or coloured orbs, just little circles, little round balls of light energy. So what is it that makes one person a diehard believer in signs and another person a total sceptic? Look, it all comes down to the individual. And I also really strongly believe that it also depends on your personal life experiences. I really needed to believe that there is a life beyond this one. I genuinely don't think that I would have been able to process all of the losses if I didn't believe that. I wasn't able for a long time to accept that 
the people I loved, the people I was building my life and my future with could all have been there one minute and gone the next. So that just that as a concept uh, was just way too big, way too hard, way too sad for me to try and get my head around. It just wouldn't work for me. And so for me, looking for and believing in signs served to give me some comfort. It gave me huge comfort. And so I make no apologies for that. But I say that to offer you the hope that if you are feeling alone or low or flat or depleted or isolated or that like nobody understands you or that you're having to go through all this, all these tough times in in that are happening in our lives. If you feel that you're going through it all on your own, then I'd ask you, invite you, maybe start calling on the universe for signs that you're not, for signs that there's somebody minding you, for signs that there is something bigger out there than us. And even that, that belief, that idea that there is something bigger out there than us that's minding us and protecting us, even that can give you immediate comfort. I fully acknowledge that this doesn't apply to everyone and that's okay too. And I actually also Please understand that I also acknowledge that this might sound a little bit um, paradoxical within the confines of my Tough Love Energy podcast, because my Tough Love Energy podcast and the, the series itself is all about practical guidance and help to get you to a better place or, or thinking in a better way. And yet what I'm talking about in this podcast is entirely impractical. It's about all of the the spiritual connections, the signs within the universe. But hey, we all have to open up our minds and our hearts every so often. So I know that this doesn't apply to everyone. And honestly, that is perfectly okay too. But when you believe, and this is interesting, when you do believe, the signs start to show up everywhere. So why not try it out? Ask and see what shows up. Open your mind, open your heart, get curious. And you might even find that in doing so, you're also opening up the door to all sorts of new possibilities. So thank you so much for joining me for today's Tough Love Energy podcast. I really hope that you found it useful. I would absolutely love to know and to hear what your takeaways were from this episode and all the other episodes as well. So come and find me on Instagram. My handle there is at one Neve Ennis or on neveennis.com. Let me know how it's helping you get tougher with yourself on going after what you want, what you desire, what you need. And also let me know how it's helping you be gentler when you get there. I'd also love if you went over and subscribed to the show on your favorite podcast platform, not from an ego perspective, I promise you. But if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could leave me a five star review, what this means is that more people will get to hear it. So I'll be able to get this podcast and all my other podcasts in front of the people who really need to hear it. Also, just to let you know that I've developed a quiz just for you that's going to help you identify which kind of people-pleasing type you are. Now, knowing this or having this information is really useful. I believe that I 
understanding our people pleasing tendencies is at the core to helping us remove some of the things that are blocking us or getting in our way. So once you know what your people pleasing type is, it's very helpful because it teaches you how to get past it, how to manage it. And I'll also be giving you some tools and guidance and mantras and affirmations to do just that. So I'll put the link in the show notes below here, but you'll also find it on nevenice.com forward slash quiz. Thank you and speak to you soon.